Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Thon Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Paul Kingsep. He's a product manager for SL Power Electronics, and we're going to talk about uh, test and measurement and power's role within it. Now, welcome to the show, Paul. Good. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Oh, well, I love having people here who can talk about power. Obviously, it's a talk show about power, but especially in the space of test because, I mean, test has really blown up. It's become such a critical aspect of design, and it's no longer a space where you can be within 5 or 10% and everything works out because you didn't care if the system was 60% or 65% efficient. Now people are chasing systems that are, you know, 85 to 100%, I mean, not ideally 100%, but they're trying to reach that. We're getting to 95-plus efficiencies. But in order to get that level of precision in the product, you've got to have that level of precision in your test, right? Well, that's absolutely correct, Alex, and, and, and it's a good point you bring up. The, well, one of the things, and, and you mentioned it, there's a lot of challenges that test equipment designers um, have to, to make sure that their, their equipment is, is um, as efficient as possible and and uh, and a resolution is as quick as possible. And um, and so one of the things we wanted to do as power supply companies is to make sure we properly understood those. So we, we've done a, no, a lot of uh, discussions with a lot of test designers, test equipment designers. And and as you know, as, as test equipment is is uh, being used globally more and more as as production is going to to uh, all sorts of parts of the world and, and uh, laboratories. Uh, for environmental and, and, and chemical analysis are opened up in, in all, all parts of the world that that uh, the challenges that these uh, designers have of test equipment are is, are, are increasing because they're, they're you know the constant of of where your application and your environment is currently changing so so that they're challenged to keep that efficiency up and their their uh, their data speed rates lower and, and their resolution higher is, uh, is is constantly increasing and that's where us as a power supply company have, have tried to understand from them what is it we can do to help them. Um, so there's there's a number of, of issues that you know, as you know, and especially in a global environment, um, the AC source that their equipment is going to run on, whether it's in a factory or a laboratory or or wherever, um, it may not be as stable as it may have been in the past. And, and there's a lot of other external influences that can can affect their equipment and affect the uh, proper operation of their equipment. So um, the best thing that we can do as a power supply uh, company is to provide a product that'll that'll protect their equipment from the external influences. Right? So they're they're test equipment designers and, and manufacturers, so their expertise is measuring something, whether it be an electronic signal or or, or gas or a liquid or, or, or something, measuring it, analyzing it and presenting data to the user. Now, if all these external influences are clouding what it is that they're trying to do with their IP, um, it takes them longer and they're less accurate. And that, of course, is going to affect their end user, which is going to affect their customer. Um, so one of the things that we've tried to do is to incorporate things into the power supply that will help protect them from those influences. And there are numerous um, influences that we uh, designed certain features into the products to uh, to help with that. Well, and you say influences, Paul. I mean, like, what do you mean, direct influences, indirect influences? 
constant or a, a situation that exists in every circuit, or or is it also because of special? Like you were saying, I'm in another country and they're off on their grid by plus or minus ten percent, which isn't the case where the lab was, as you point out. Well, yeah, there there are numerous types of influences. Now, for instance, just as far as an AC source goes, there are you'll, you'll get uh, where the line, the input line, may surge, meaning there'll be a big spike in electricity, which if power supply can't protect the, uh, um, their their equipment shuts down. Now that'll shut down a, a production line or 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 slow down some uh, work in a lab. Uh, or conversely, the line could could you know uh, sag or brown out where. Where again, if the power supply is not equipped to deal with that, it, the equipment shuts down, and, and of course, uh, then their equipment shuts down. So that, that's that's just uh, just the AC source part of it. The other part is noise that gets transmitted into their system, and usually comes through the AC source or through the ground. And if not properly attenuated, and, a, and the power supply gets through into their system, and then again, that's when their uh, data acquisition starts getting clouded by um, these external sources. Um, and some of the things that we're oh, – go ahead, Alex, I'm sorry. No, I was, I was actually just going to agree with you very, very wholeheartedly, Paul, and bring up the irony uh, – I shouldn't say irony, it's interesting. It's not that ironic. Uh, but I joke all the time is that everything I know about power electronics I learned in high-end audio – and the same issues of noise and power management and stability all exist on that end. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, ideally, if you think of the, the, the test equipment ITs, they're measuring something and they're analyzing it. So if, if, they have, if their circuits have to spend a lot of time trying to cancel out this noise, well, it's less time it t- they can spend doing their an- analysis. So... So, you know, some of the most common types of noise that work its way through that, that test designers have uh, spent a lot of time on in their equipment during development is, is common mode noise. And that's usually a noise that, that works its way through the, the isolation barrier, the power supply, and, and looks for a return pass through ground. And, and this is a, a type of noise that's not typically um, specified on a, on a data sheet. Uh, because mm-hmm. it varies, and it will vary depending upon the system it's used in, right? Right. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit about something um, that SL's done directly? Like, talk about some of the products you've got that you're using right now to address some of these issues. Yeah, so we have recently introduced um, our TU-425 series uh, power supplies. Um, they are 400-watt um, open-frame power supplies, um, um, Designed to help test the equipment uh, developers um, with just what we're talking about. Uh, we've designed in uh, additional filtering for um, both common modes and differential mode noise. Um, we have uh, designed this uh, power supply so that the um, conducted and radiated uh, emissions are, are meet the, the strictest standards, but not just meet the standards, but have extra margin. Uh, in meeting those, this this makes it easier for the end equipment designer in that they'll have less filtering to do on their end, um, less you know time spent just trying to keep that noise away from their IP, if you will, um, during their development phase. So, so this this power this series it uh, it, it includes all the enhanced uh, EMC performance 
um, to try to protect that. And it also includes other features such as um, a higher standby uh, output voltage, which a lot of uh, test uh, equipment designers have told us they, they like to use to run some ancillary circuits in their equipment. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and during downtime, they can actually just shut the power supply output off, but they have their uh, some microprocessors and stuff still running. So there are additional features in this product family um, that uh, we've, we've put in there based upon listening to what some of the test uh, equipment designers have told us. Well, and that's important, right? I mean, because obviously, especially when it comes to tools, you've got to talk to the workmen. How much feedback did you look for before you got settled into this design? Oh, we, um, we've talked to uh, actually dozens of customers um, and, and are continuing that process. Keep in mind, this is not, not a, a finite process. This is an ongoing, but, but into this particular product, um, we actually started the development of this um, you know, a year or so ago, um, but, and we continuously fed back um, features into our design team to, to enhance some of the uh, you know, operational parameters. But we've talked to probably um, dozens of, of customers and uh, to, just to get that kind of feedback of what, uh, what kind of problems they have when they're you know, integrating a power supply in their system. And, and these are the things that they've told us. And, and so we're uh, trying to take care of that uh, in the design the best we can. Well, excellent, Paul. Well, I mean, that's, it, it, the better the tool, the better the product, obviously. But now then that brings the other question to mind. What uh, support do you offer? your customers. Let's say I walk in the front door and I want to use this and it's integrated into my solution. How much assistance do you give me to make sure that I do it properly? Uh, we can provide, uh, we have, uh, of course, application notes and white papers on on uh, on the particular parameters that we're, we've enhanced for just the, the test equipment market. Uh, we, have a, we have an applications engineering staff that is very well versed in dealing with these same kind of issues. Um, and are very helpful with customers um, in, in helping them, in some cases, troubleshoot when they have some issues. Um, so, you know, from, from starting sampling the product to design into their product, we're, uh, we're behind them and can mm-hmm. provide, whether it be documentation or on-site support from, uh, from some engineers. Got it. Well, that's great because... The more feedback you get, well, just like with tests, right? <laughs> the more feedback you get up front and the more follow-through you do in the back, the better the product is. That's right. And, and keep in mind, our, our website will have uh, uh, a slew of documentation that can be uh, used to, to help designers with uh, integrating this product and others. And I just want to make another point that beyond the TU-425 family, we are um, in process with uh, more um new product families that will be uh, specifically addressing the test and measurement mark. Very nice. Well, that's the important thing, right? Uh, we all have to keep creating as many different ways to solve these problems as we can so that we can create the new solutions for the problems that we have. And as I was saying, you can only be as precise as the tools you have. Um, I'm also an ancient civilization guy. I'm always interested in precision. But uh, – it applies very, very much to the current design world because there's so much involved in design now that if you're not on top of it from day one, even an error while you're still on paper can set you back days or weeks in the design cycle. Exactly. And, and, 
And the ability of this power supply to take some of that, um, some of the things that the test equipment designers needed to deal with uh, previously, um, you know, when it came to integrating a power supply, by, by, by providing a product that, that has enhanced protections, uh, it takes some of that burden away from them. So there's less of a chance they make that paper on, uh, error on paper, as you said. Exactly, exactly. So what I always do, Paul, is I give my opportunity to have the last word on my show. So it could be more about your product line or the company, or it could be just a tip you want to have about the marketplace or the industry or just something you'd like to say to the audience before we close out. But uh, the floor is yours. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I'd just like to, to, to just repeat a little bit. Uh, T425 is the first of what's going to be a wide range of products that that we've um, specifically targeted for the test equipment market that, that we hope the test equipment designers will find will um, make it easier for them to implement power into their, their equipment. Um, you know, we've listened to what they've told us. We're continuing to listen to what they're telling us, and, and we'll continue to provide products that will uh, that will make their jobs easier because that, that, in effect, makes our jobs easier. And and any support or, or comments or questions that may come up, we, we uh, welcome feedback, and I encourage uh, anybody to contact us with, with questions or comments. Thank you. And what uh, you're welcome, and thank you, Paul. Uh, what is your URL? What's the website? Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, www.slpower.com. Oh, that's an easy one to remember. So, hey, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, As I've always said, power is a critical infrastructure, and uh, we need the better tools to make the better products every day. So thanks. Well, thank you, Alex. And and as, uh, as we do introduce more of these products, I'd be happy to come back and talk to you again. Love to have you. Love to have you, Paul. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you guys, obviously, guys and gals. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.